welcome to Road to Billions podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. What's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, man. I'm grateful and I'm honored to be, uh, you know, serving you guys the day after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving yesterday, man. It's been an um, amazing journey, amazing year. Um, good friends, good family, good vibes. All in all, you know, I wish you guys had the best of the best. Um, you know, so uh, you guys go ahead and before you listen to this podcast, I want you guys to go ahead, you know, subscribe, comment, rate, and review, and let others know about the podcast. So it's always a, it's always a good thing just to, you know, pass the information along to others. Um, but most importantly, like, you know, just always take in what the, you know, podcast is talking about. Take what I'm taking, telling you, you guys, because I'm learning from you guys. You know, people tell me things, and I go ahead and reiterate it on here. Um, the best way possible. So, you know, like I said, I'm just a vessel for you guys. But um, today's podcast, I'm gonna make it really um, straightforward. Credit is king. So, I know a lot of OGs and a lot of um, you know older people. They always told you back in the day, like you know, cash, 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 um, and everything was cash back in the day. But the system nowadays is is leveraged and geared towards people with good credit and even like decent credit. Um, so what I was saying was you guys need to go ahead and like for those who don't have at least a 630 or 670. And the reason I'm saying that as minimum is because like once you really start competing and you really start doing good on your credit, you start moving into the 700s. But I don't want to start everybody off at the 700s because not everybody have the liberty or not everybody has the grace. So let's say you have average credit of 630, 640. Cool. So first off, you got to really look at like, are you... Okay, so <clears throat> this is what I was breaking it down, and somebody broke it down to me perfectly fine. They said it's okay if your credit goes down a little, but make sure you have a plan to repay everything back. So I know in real estate, I know a lot of real estate investors, they max out credit cards all the time, and they, they go ahead and pay it, pay it back at the end of the deal. Um, so if you're using that for something like that, that's going to leverage your credit to pay you back, and your credit may take a little hit for like a month or two. Shit, do it, you know, if that's something that's going to pay you back in, you know, in your residual or even like in a lump sum. That's only if you have a plan, you guys. Now, for those who want to go ahead and fix their credit, what are some easy ways? What are some ways to go ahead and like strengthen your credit, um, you know, increase your credit? And most importantly, you got to look at like, what are some things you have on your credit already? Like, do you have things that are collaterals? Do you have more loans? Do you have more student loans? Do you have more car loans? So you're looking at all these things to figure out, okay, where is that? Where where do I need to go? Um, so you'll go ahead and you'll look at everything that's on your credit. And I told people the best way to go ahead and boost their credit because, you know, I went ahead and I looked on Instagram and I didn't know about credit or anything like that. I always had... Um, Decent credit because I always I never had things on my credit, and um, I kind of told my peoples I was like, listen, man, you have good credit, you got good credit, and somebody told me on Instagram that I seen it was a post really, and luckily I ran across it. You have something called piggybacking. So, in the credit history, in the credit world, you have something called authorized users. Everybody has on every credit card, and these are people who essentially have the same access you know, to your credit line and, you know, they have their separate card. But what, what credit piggyback writing, what it does is, say, for example, if I have like an 800 score, right, and I want to ask somebody else who probably has a 650, I could tell them, okay, cool, I'm going to charge you 
X, Y, Z for you to for you to ride my credit, you know, in order for you for your credit to be like to have, in order for my AI credit score to show up as a trade line on your credit line. And it's going to boost up their credit automatically. It's going to it's going to take some time, of course, because, you know, they mean like credit readjusts every 31 days, 30 days, you know, and then the one is the updated credit. So 31 days is the average credit score update. And, you know, this person won't see any real results until like a month and a half to their credit. But it's going to be tremendous growth. You know, that's only if they don't have too much on their credit. So that's one trade line. That's you pretty much telling somebody, hey, listen, I'll pay you to be on your um, authorized user. They, you, you can never get a card. They would never give you a card. I wouldn't give you a card. But they could still let you ride their wave of credit. And, you know, a lot of people do this for their kids. It's a great way just to build their credit up. So when they're, when they're 18, you know, it's a lot stronger than a lot of people. And, um, you know, if you have anybody around you right now with great credit, Shoot them a text. I'm like, hey, listen, man, I'll pay $300. Just put me on your credit. Like, your credit card, you don't got to give me no credit. Or $200, I don't know you guys' relationships, or $50, whatever you guys want to do. But you tell the person you want to, like, piggyback their credit, essentially because you want to go ahead and, like, have them. You want to be on a, you want to pretty much have your credit to a point where it's being written, but you're not really doing any work about it. You just already did your upfront fee for the person. The person is just pretty much keeping their simple routine. Whatever they've been doing to keep that credit, they keeping it the same. And you're just riding that wave, people. Um, and you could do that with multiple trade lines. You don't have to do it with one person. And this is the essential things I want you guys to think about credit. Because if you guys go out there, right, somebody's going to charge you $1,000, $1,200 for fixing your credit. Which I'm not going to knock nobody hustle. They need to because you need to learn to, to read and stuff. Um, but there's always ways to get around things, people. So it's okay if you can't get that new car because your credit isn't up to par. It's okay if you can't get that. It's okay if you can't get this and this and that, that credit card or that apartment. It's okay. Like, you just got to understand that. You got to go back and work on certain things. Um, and those certain things are pretty much what's in front of you, what's in front of you right now that you need to fix, that you need to work on. And that's probably um, you just need to ride somebody else's credit wave for the minute. And that could be easily done just by asking somebody, a cool friend or relative uh, of that service. You could also use um, secure credit cards that are pretty much deposits you would put on credit cards. And you would use the money. It's a secure credit card. It's not a debit card. It's secured. So you'll put the money down. Unsecured means they're giving you a limit based on your credit with no cash. Secured just means they're giving you the credit based on the money you put down on that credit. So if you put $500 down, you have a credit limit of $500. So you will use the secure credit card and you'll go ahead and you swipe, swipe, swipe and use it for your office or building or whatever you want to use it for. And then you'll pay that back and then you'll get that $500 back. Now, a lot of OGs, and shout out to my um, shout out to my OG, uh, Brother Moore, you know, he told me, listen, rinse and repeat is how you add it up. So rinse and repeat that. They're going to continuously see you doing $500. You pay, you get that $500 back. You put that $500 back in, you pay, you get that $500 back. And then sooner or later, the bank is going to be like, okay, cool. You're going to go to the bank after two, three months after doing that. You're going to be like, I want an unsecure credit card. And then you're going to pretty much see that your credit for doing that secure credit card is actually going to rise like 30, 40 points in them two, three months. And a lot of people don't know this because a lot of people is always stuck to like, oh, I got to go get a credit card. Listen, you guys, like, I'm going to tell you guys, literally working with people who have bad credit, the main thing that made their credit bad is misinformation. 
they didn't know, listen, it's okay to max out your credit card. But if you don't have the money for it, why max it out? You know, I tell people it's all about leverage nowadays. If you're not leveraging what you have already, you're wasting time. You're wasting time. You're wasting value. So if you have good credit, take advantage. If you don't have good credit, still take advantage because you got to understand that if you're blowing thousands a month through cash, you're playing the ball. You're playing the game wrong, people. Real business owners such as I and a lot of other business owners and entrepreneurs gave me the game. And this is why you have to talk continuously to people and ask people what, what's working for them because I have to figure out what's working for you. And a lot of people, they do everything on business. They do everything on credit. So a lot of people, they will have apartments on their credit, on their business credit card, paying it for months, three, four months. You could do this, people. And then what? You're doing passive income somewhere else. You know, you're getting that income in, coming in. You could probably rent that apartment out, et cetera, et cetera. Do whatever you want to do. But essentially, you're doing that and you're getting in the door a lot easier than most people. Once you establish good credit, you're able to offer yourself a large variety of just things to do with that credit. Car, you put on Turo, whatever you want to do. I look at things from an investment standpoint nowadays, like hang with entrepreneurs and business owners. Every dollar counts. Like I can't go to the club and spend 150. Like I, I can't go to the club. Well, I could go to the club and spend that much, but I don't, it's not preferred in what you're, what I'm trying to do, you know? So when you're looking at credit like that, you can't be like, well, I'm going to give me a damn Hellcat and um, fuck it. We know we're just going to burn my credit out for a Hellcat. If I don't make the payments on time, fuck it, you know, it's whatever. And then people always like, man, you know, you only live once. No, you can live, you only live once, but how you going to live broke? Nobody want to live like that. Nobody want to continuously be, um, you know, in prison to like things they really want to do but can't do. That's like confinement. So, you know, I'm telling you guys the best way possible to move um, and get things up and running for you guys is talk to people who have good credit. Always make sure you paying on your bills on time. You know, always be reasonable to yourself. You don't have to hurry up and pay your credit card off in, in two months and one month. You just could always take a time that takes time for you. You don't have to worry about what other people are doing, you know. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't look at what other people are doing. Focus on yourself. Fix your credit. Ask your parents to even put them on your credit. If nobody around you is on credit, you can use websites like tradelinesupply.com that are pretty much like websites and um, trade lines you could buy. And then you can also, like I said, you know, credit unions are another way just to build up your credit, real credit union banks, because they don't really have a, um, a strict guideline for like a minimum credit. Uh, the lowest I seen was probably like 580 people was going in there with and um, getting some secure credit cards and credit cards. And um, that was just pretty much easier for them because it gave them leverage and leeway. So you guys pretty much look at everything like um, uh, possibilities, look at everything from, you know, just good growth, look at it from a learning experience, just look at it like, okay, I still have some years on me. Like, I don't got to hurry up and rush and do this. I could just take my time and set up a plan. And the plan is just pretty much if you want to go ahead and knock everything down, Knock it down the right way and don't don't try to hesitate um, with nothing. Just try to do everything right. Keep everything simple. Keep everything standard. And uh, keep chasing your dreams, people. So like I mentioned before, credit is king. Cash is always good to have cash, but credit is king, people. You could buy $200,000 house with, you know, a credit, you know, your credit, and you don't have to need them 200 k you know? So is this... You just see the margins. It's just crazy how you can just do certain things, and it's imperative, you guys, that you get your thing right. So 
I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Business Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. Everybody who's been listening telling me they've been learning and they've been keeping up and they're proud of me. I'm proud of you. So I want to give you like a round of applause, especially if you've been keeping up for um, the beginning seasons. And it's been a very um, informative, like an amazing journey, like I mentioned. And you guys continuously push me every day. So it's around, it's 5.30 a.m. right now. And I'm doing this podcast, but by the time you guys listen to it, it's probably going to show that it's now on the um, iTunes, probably around like 8, 9 o'clock, because um, I'm going to have a schedule for that time. But literally, guys, I'm up, and I've just been writing down notes, and, and usually when I wake up around this time, I'll be going ham on work. So you guys keep doing what you're doing, keep chasing your dreams, and um, do well in life. I appreciate you guys, and, and I hope you guys manifest everything your heart desires the most.